right, we'll test our levels, as Giles Martin might do. Check, 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 check. It's a duet today. Just you and me. Yeah, just like the old days. Just like the old days. Just like it was meant to be. <laughs> we could have gone for coffee before this, got ourselves all amped up. Yeah. I was going to offer to bring some over, but I didn't. Oh, I got coffee. Oh. You can always have coffee afterward. Maybe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Hello, cocktail fans, and welcome to episode 90 of The Gentlemen of Elegant Leisure. I'm Dave, along with Jason. Hello. Hello, Jason. No Fred, as you might have heard in the uh, ramble up to this uh, opening. Fred is not here. Fred is not here. He is in wonderful, blazing, on-fire California. Southern California. Yeah, I hope yep. he... Stay safe, Fred. Stay safe. Yes, if you're listening in, you're probably already at home. Yeah. Say a little Ramon. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's not here as of this recording, but I'm sure he'll be back home when this uploads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. So just the two of us. And uh, we're taking on the bitter fruit of, of grapefruit. Yeah, I don't know how bitter it's going to be because uh, you can't find regular grapefruit juice no, anymore. No, no, you can't. You've got to get the sweet red pink grapefruit. Yeah. Which is nice. It is nice. In fact, I thought, if anything, it's going to help. It's going to help the, the, the drink. Yeah. Because in our last episode, was oh, it last episode? Yeah. That was when we did those two awful drinks. Yeah, we did uh, the dark martini and the black Manhattan. And God, they were just god awful. Yes. Yeah. They were bitter. And now we know in, you go in knowing that it's going to be bitter because it's grapefruit, but mm-hmm. it's ruby red. So, Yeah, yeah so both our, both our cocktails today are uh, have grapefruit juice in them. I guess that's our theme. Yes, the grapes of wrath. The grapes of wrath, <laughs> the grapefruit of wrath. Yes, we're doing the Palm Beach Special and Seventh Heaven. Both out of... Uh, Ted Haig's uh, Vintage Spirits and Forgotten Cocktails. I haven't done that for a little bit, so we thought we'd get back to uh, to Ted, Dr. Cocktail. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start with the Palm Beach since I've got the page opened. And uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Ted writes, Palm Beach, Florida. From the 1930s, a symbol of upscale, relaxed, sophisticated fun in the sun. Just like we are. <laughs> yeah. The cocktail, a product of the 1940s. It could hardly be simpler, but it's also a crisp, bracing Declarative, effective, like a New Yorker. Huh. Well, bracing New Yorker. Crisp. Crisp. <laughs> I believe in the naming, though it and the cocktail following it were switched at birth. I don't know where the cocktail following. The Park Avenue cocktail. Hmm. Oh, so they think maybe the Park Avenue tastes more. Maybe we should have done those two. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done the Park Avenue. Oh, what's yeah. in the Park Avenue? Well, it's got gin, it's got pineapple juice. Uh-huh. Vermouth and orange curacao. Yeah, maybe we did. It do does it. have sweet vermouth, so no. Yeah. If we only had pineapple juice, oh yeah, <laughs> through the Park Avenue. Yeah, but we didn't plan for it. No, but uh, yeah. So, so this is, this is going to be a sassy brassy drink. Then. Yes, yes, just like a New Yorker <laughs> in your face. Um, now, when we're recording this, this is the deepest, darkest November. Yes. So yeah. So here are the ingredients: two and a half ounces or Five-eighths gill. Oh, it's an old... 7.5 cl? Cubic liters? Cubic liters. <laughs> a two and a half ounces... Centiliters? Uh, I guess it's centiliters. It wouldn't be cubic liters. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, we need Fred here for the math. All right. Two and a half ounces of gin. Yeah. You know, he recommends Plymouth, but we're, I think we're going to go with Tanqueray. Yes. Which is fine. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of grapefruit juice mm-hmm. and half an ounce of sweet vermouth. All right. So, uh... And I went ahead, I had to buy a new vermouth. If anybody wonders why, when we stopped doing this show, why we stopped doing this show, it's because it's just a money pit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like buying a car. It just sucks up money. Yeah. I went down to the BC Liquor Store looking yeah. for a small bottle of sweet vermouth so I wouldn't have to have a liter of it. Yeah. Oh, no, they don't have that. No. No, they got the big, huge... Once again, big vermouth propped up by the BC <laughs> Liquor Store. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyway, uh, this one I had never seen before, and they were all the same price. And so I thought, well, I'm going to try it. This is uh, Leonello, a red vermouth. Its sweetness code was six, as opposed to Cinzano. Who do we normally use? Uh, Uh, Martini and Rossi. Martini, Martini, yeah. I think they had a seven on theirs. So so the higher it goes, the sweeter it is? Yes, supposedly. Supposedly. I have never count on it. Ah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is going to be nice and easy. We've only got uh, the three ingredients. Three ingredient drinks for those of you just starting out. But two and a half ounces of gin? That's what it says. All right. Two and a half ounces of gin, yeah. And uh, because it's just you and me, we're just going to split one big drink. So I guess we'll yeah. make it in a nice glass. Oh, yeah, make it see nice what it looks glass. like. And then you can have a slurp out of the, uh, out of the residue. <laughs> I guess. Well, so we also, since Fred isn't here, well, I guess I'm off to be Johnny Photographer for this uh, Johnny Photog. Yeah. So there that's a go. half the, ounce. There goes the gin. This is a lot of gin in this drink. I was in Palm Beach, Florida. Were you? Yes. Huh. In the 1940s? <laughs> no, in the 1920s, 2000s. Oh. You were at a business conference, as you may remember. Yeah. And I borrowed the car. And oh, I went, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and I drove up to Palm Beach. Yeah. To hang out with your swanky rich friends. <laughs> Yeah, I went to that mansion, the... Uh, Ch- uh, Chevron? No, F- Fingler, Figler, Fugler, Fugler, uh, Fiddler. Uh, sorry, <laughs> how much of the grapefruit and how much of the... We need uh, three quarters of an ounce of grapefruit juice and then half an ounce of the sweet vermouth. Half an ounce of sweet vermouth. Well, I got that in my hand. Did you like Palm Beach? I didn't see too much of it. No. Um, the funny thing about Florida, and you can attest to some of this, although mm-hmm. you didn't get to drive around as much as I did, no. um, is that there's like the coast, mm-hmm. and there'll be a, a road on it with houses, maybe on both sides, maybe only on one side, and then on the other side of that set of houses is there's more water. Yeah. There's almost always an inland waterway. Mm-hmm. But it's always obscured by houses. And right. So you're driving along going, ah, I could be in a neighborhood. I have no idea that the, the, the wild Atlantic is on that side and that there's pleasure craft on the other side. Hmm. There you go. How much grapefruit? Three quarters of an ounce. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of grapefruit and half an ounce of sweet vermouth. All right. And in the picture, it's quite a pink drink, so we'll see. There's no reason it shouldn't be with this yeah. ruby red grapefruit in it. You just get a little shot here with the cameras. There it is, the Palm Beach special. Let's see. Let's That's see nice to cut away so that people can't see me with my hands in the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Appropriately timed to avoid any sort of shutdown by the health department. <laughs> here we go. Nice. Yeah. Making my hair shake. Yeah. 
Which glass should we use? The tall guy today? Sure. Oh. Uh, I think it calls for a martini glass. Oh, well, then we'll do the martini glass because he's right next door there. Glass. And what I'll do is I'm going to pour just a splash in here for you to taste. No, no, that'll be nice. And then we'll put the rest in here for the photogs. And it's <laughs> not remotely pink at all. Um, yeah, it's more of a... Well, it looks it looks pinker in the camera. Oh, okay. But actually, looking at it, yeah, it's more of an amber color. Yeah. So... Quite orangey. I'm just going to stop this here so I can... I'd be remiss if I didn't take a photo of said drink. Yeah, so actually we can... Uh, it turns out that your little sip here is going to be a pretty good one. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, let's put that down. i gotta, I got to switch this around here. Yeah, we're doing this a little bit earlier today, which is kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. I had the in the morning. <laughs> I got up, I had a cup of coffee, uh -huh. I watched some YouTube clips, and right. then I, uh, I had two pieces of cold pizza. <laughs> Good for you. And now I'm having a cocktail, and it's uh, 20 after 12. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like a businessman's lunch. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. All righty. Actually, I'll take a picture, too. All right, you take a picture. I'm just trying to... Not a lot of uh, f smell coming off of it. Well, uh, you should see Palm Beach. Palm. Oh, it <laughs> reeks. It reeks, yeah. <laughs> reeks of money. Yeah. There we go. And I'll have a picture, too, in case uh, yeah. there's a delay in getting anything onto the internet. Yep. Okay. All right. Cheers All right. to you, my friend. Cheers. Happy November. Happy 90th. Mm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, it tastes like a, sort of a... Something reminds me of sort of spiciness to it, but... Spiciness? Well, mildly spicy. Almost like um, a hint of clove or something. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, but it's... Uh, but, but, but we haven't added any clove. We haven't... Uh, like yeah. maybe there were some bitters or something in it, but uh, no. Mm -hmm. You're right. There's an element at the end of it that makes me think of uh, of orange rind or yeah, that yeah. kind of vibe, that kind of right. Yeah. And yet you're right. There's nothing in there. There's just ruby, ruby red grapefruit, yeah, vermouth and gin. Yeah. Yeah. Ted doesn't have a lot of information about this particular drink. But uh, similar to the Park Avenue cocktail, which follows in his book, which is gin, pineapple juice, sweet vermouth, but with uh, orange curacao added. So. Right. This, I would swear this if you said, oh, can you taste the orange curacao in here? I'd go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like, yeah. <laughs> but there is no orange curacao. Yeah. Full frontal. Yeah. Frontal. Frontal. Hmm. Yeah. And it is, like you said, it is an amber, more of an amber honey kind of. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit color. richer than some of the yellow drinks that we have had. Mm -hmm. So it's not just blatantly yellow, but mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be quite a bit pinker. Actually, oh. it looks like Florida. It's Florida sunshine. <laughs> and how do they describe it? Crisp? It describes it, um, yes, it's a problem. It could be hardly simpler. It's crisp, bracing, declarative, effective, like a New Yorker. Huh. Does that mean there's a lot of New Yorkers in Palm, uh, Palm Beach? <laughs> I think there is. Yeah, there must be a lot of retirement people yeah, down there. sure. <laughs> Your rich Long Islanders. Long Islanders when they're not in Boca Raton. In Boca Raton, yeah. Well, that's for your middle class. Oh, that's true. Palm Beach is for your richy riches. 
Fingler? Fungler? Fischler? Fogler? No. <laughs> no. Hmm. Big mansion. Big mansion. Were you, uh, and you got your own private tour, or did you just walk around in it, or? I think I just walked around in it, but I feel like I had a tour as well. Huh. Isn't that weird? Maybe they just sort of gave you the basic uh, summary and then sent you on your way through the various endless halls and (laughs) large rooms. Maybe I sort of eavesdropped on one. Maybe one was going on, and you said I sort of tagged along on it. Mm, Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I remember the most incredible thing was that he had his own train car, mm-hmm. and it was parked there. He was a rail a, a railroad uh, the baron. Baron, yeah. And he had the, he had a special spur track. Yeah, because there's nothing nice than having a train track running right to your house. Yeah, sure. Why not? And the big story was that he I forget if he was a creep. He probably was a creep. Yeah, a lot of them are. Well, yeah, your railway barons are creeps. <laughs> he came home. I guess it's not that funny. Mm. And he had this big open foyer. It was similar to things that I've seen in Italy and probably you've mm. seen in Italy. It was mm. very much an Italian vibe of this front right. welcoming hall thing. <laughs> or maybe I'm confusing it with the one I saw in Italy. Anyway, there was a little door off to the side. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of the stairs there was a bathroom. And so when he got in on his train car, he came right in the front door and hit the biffy. Yeah. Because he's an old man. Oh, sure, yeah. And the, he went there and the door swung shut uh-huh. and pushed him and he fell down the stairs. Oh, dear. Yeah. He died. Dude. Really? Yeah. Wow. Either from the injuries or during the uh, tumble down the stairs. Huh. <laughs> That's a way to go. <laughs> man. Death by door. Now, I'd hate to be wrong about him not being a creep. Oh, wow. But for some reason, I feel that there was an element of uh, something was wrong. His kids lined up for a beating every... uh... Something like that. (laughs) What the hell was his name? Finkler? Fischler? (laughs) Maybe if we have time, we'll look it up on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then it'll turn out that I've got the death story all wrong. Yeah. 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 He actually died peacefully in his bed at the age of... (laughs) 99. Yes, after donating all of his wealth yeah. to the orphans of Florida. Yeah. He was a humanitarian and almost was a saint. Mm-hmm. Well, until he was slagged one day on an obscure cocktail podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, this will be the time that we have the one listener. Yeah, Calls sure. in and says, hey. Hey, I'm from Florida. I'm from Florida. That's not true. <laughs> Mr. Figler was a really nice guy. <laughs> he was a beautiful man. Yeah. It looks like you are being sued by the Fingler estate. Yeah. Hmm. Fuckler? Fuckler? <laughs> Fuckler? I don't know. Oh, my God. What an unfortunate name. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong on that, too. Yeah. I don't know what it... We'll look it up. We'll look yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, now, now we uh, pause for... Station identification. <laughs> You're listening to The Gentleman of Elegant Leisure on the... Coin.com <laughs> Network. <laughs> CNN. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Maybe that's what we should have done. Yeah. Looking back on this fiasco. Yeah. Memories. Have you got any personal stories you want to share? <laughs> well, remember uh, the original idea for the for this episode was you and I were going to have hot chocolate. Oh. And discuss our ch- childhoods growing up in the same little town of White Rock. Oh, that's right. Well, let's but do I that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where to start. Where does one start? I don't it was know. a beautiful little seaside community, mm-hmm. and it still is a beautiful little seaside community, mm-hmm. but it has lost its vibe. Yeah, well, it's not uh, 
It's not little. It doesn't feel little anymore. It feels like a suburb. Mm-hmm. And it's beginning to look like the West End of Vancouver. <laughs> lots There's of high-rises. Like, lots of high-rises. I went to... Well, they've run out of land. That's a problem <laughs> with White Rock. It's a tiny little three miles by, what, three quarters of a mile? Oh, yeah. Know. If you're looking at a landmass, it's yeah. the white part of the end of your fingernail. Yeah. where you had to live... And everything has been developed, or it's parkland, or, you know. Or it's a ravine. Or a ravine. So they got to build up. That's the only way to go. But yeah, it was a nice, uh, it was a good good place to grow up. It was. Yeah. The the railroad tracks run right along the front of it. That's right. Right So there's always a lonely, a lonely train sound. Mm. It's part of White Rock's childhood. And I guess you heard it clearer than me, because you lived a little bit closer to the ocean. I did. Foghorn. Oh yeah, I heard the foghorn. Yes, the foghorn would go off. And uh, so I found, I found the foghorn kind of soothing. Mm-hmm. Didn't bother me. Some people didn't like the foghorn. What I don't remember mm-hmm. is, was it one of the ones that went like this? Mm-hmm. Or was it one of the ones that went... No, I just... The first, the, the first one, the okay. former. That's, that's what I remember. And then yeah. I thought, oh, but, but the classic one is always the... <laughs> I might have gotten irritated by that. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that, but... Yeah, the mm. foghorn... Mm. The train, and uh, and yeah, the smell of the sea. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe that you can smell the sea if you no, don't live no. by the sea. But yeah. like strawberry pie, <laughs> can't smell it apparently. When I was there last week, I drove to the Superfluity, which mm-hmm. is the fifth thrift store. Mm-hmm. Cause I was looking for Christmas deals. Yeah, I didn't find any. That's what that's what Jason gives us <laughs> secondhand <laughs> gifts at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I got a collection of old rags. Yeah. Last Christmas. Dodgy light strings. Yeah. Electrical hazards. Yeah. 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 No. You see, you never, uh, never sure what you're gonna get. <laughs> and did you buy anything at the uh, used store? I didn't. No. Nothing there grabbed your attention. No. Uh, but there's a lot of people in there buying secondhand stuff. Hmm. But it was right behind the old bank. Which was across the street from the old elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I thought of... Uh, Neither of which you and I attended. No. No. H.T. Thrift for you and Ray Shepard for me. Yeah. <laughs> All the weirdos went to the White Rock elementary. <laughs> That's right. Troublemakers. Yeah. The Riff Rap. Mm-hmm. White Rock lowlifes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that's why they tore it down. Yeah. Because it was full of... Uh, vermin. <laughs> From 1923 until they tore it down, yeah. White Rock Elementary. Hmm. But it reminded me of being a kid uh, because the Sea Festival Parade used to go right down Johnson Road yeah. instead of along the beach yeah. where it's flat. Yes. They made people go down a hill. Right. I don't know how long they did that for. I don't know. Uh, I don't think they did it that long. Maybe three or four years. Okay. I always preferred it down on the beach. I never, never understood why they moved it uptown. Yeah, I don't know, and mm-hmm. and, and then because it it's back on the beach now, it yes. has been for years. Yeah, for whatever. Yeah. Did they have it this year? I think so. Okay. Somebody had a story about it. Was it Tom? Mm. Our friend Tom, Mister White Rock. I forget if I asked him about it. Like he missed it. Oh, oh yes, that's right. He missed it. He got down there and ran into someone. We, we, we know, and it said, yeah, no, it was over an hour ago. It's the end of an hour ago. I said, well, yeah, but it's, a, it's supposed to be a, a torchlight parade. Yeah. Uh, but it was still, like, it was at 7 p.m. in the summer, <laughs> which is like, you know, of course it's still sunny. It's still out. bright lights. Yeah. Right. 
And so, well, that's not much of a torchlight parade, <laughs> but it's still light out. Yeah, was it still the torchlight? Maybe they couldn't afford know, the torchlight. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't lived there in years. So yes, I no, know. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I don't know. So do we like this drink, the Palm Beach Special? I wouldn't order it again. No, I don't think I would order it again. What's the problem with it? It's, uh, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's not very distinctive. It's just kind of, uh, I mean, it tastes like a cocktail, and yet that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> the overriding thing, too, is now I get this orange in my head. Mm-hmm. And have you ever had that orange, Italian orange soda, and you think you're going to like it? Oh, yeah, it, the San Pellegrino? Because it's bitter at the end? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting yeah. off of this. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, the Palm Beach Special, yes. Sorry, Dr. Cocktail, but I'm afraid we're not uh, not sold on the Palm Beach Special. Oh, or think... Palm Beach, for that matter. <laughs> Too much swamp. Yeah. Even with the Fengler. The Fengler Mansion. I think we use the Fengler Mansion. Yeah. Did I say Fengler to begin with? I think you said Fengler. Well, that sounds a little bit more assertive yeah. now. Now, when you and I were in Florida, mm-hmm. I seem to recall us coming uh, where we had to come back to Orlando to catch our flight home. And we're coming around uh, sort of a, a, a loop, which on the, I think we got a shuttle, didn't we, from the car rental place or something to take us to the airport? I guess so. Then we got on, but we ended up on like a little monorail thing too that took us to the air. Right. And I seem to recall looking out at, and there's a little little waterway. You said, "Oh yeah, there, look, there's an alligator." <laughs> I said, "Wow, I couldn't see it. I didn't see it, but you saw, apparently saw the alligator." Yeah. Yeah. In a ditch. By in the a ditch. But that's what you have. <laughs> I mean, we fear rats, <laughs> but at least rats are going to leave you alone. I think I mean, about if, this. You know, if you could go into the ditch and there's an alligator. Your dinner. That's, that's kind of frightening. Yeah, on the way to the airport, you could get eaten by an alligator. I guess, uh, in their defense, in my memory, we were on like a monorail train type thing that was mm-hmm. taking us to the airport. So we were safe. Mm-hmm. And there must have been a road. But I don't think they were encouraging you to get out on the road anyway. No, no. It was just a road that yeah. traveled to the airport. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I sometimes, I mean, I'm always aware of it. Yeah. But the fact that the United States... Mm-hmm. When you think of the northern states, when you mm-hmm. think of, uh, or New York City, or Los Angeles, or mm-hmm. the desert, mm-hmm. or the Grand Canyon, or the any of those scenic wonders of the United States, you never think at any point that there's going to be alligators. No. And yet there's a lot of alligators. Yeah. you got alligators in Florida and uh, New Orleans. Does they have alligators? I think uh, I in the swamps. I don't know. I guess so. Because then they also, where's the manatees live? Are the manatees also in Florida? They're also in Florida, yeah. Because they seem so soft and gentle. Yeah. And like they don't even have mouths. Yeah. And then you've got a thing that's all mouth. Yeah. And they live together? I don't I know if they guess. live together. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. But yeah, because as a kid, of course, every jungle movie had an alligator or a crocodile. Yeah. And so that's what it is in my head. Yeah. Not on the way to the airport in Florida. And then you see on the news, uh, well, somebody woke up, I was going to go for a swim in their swimming pool, and there's an alligator in the swimming pool. <laughs> For some reason, yeah. What's it doing in there? It ran it had, out of. <laughs> had to travel there as well. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And then there's guys who specialize in retrieving alligators for you. If the alligator in your pool, you call these guys. They come over and they got whatever their big rope or what, what, how, however you catch alligators. Yeah. They've got that kind of equipment, and they. If it's anything like Steve out. Irwin, you have to leap on their back. <laughs> leap on their back. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get a burlap sack over their head. Yeah, and then they just go quiet. 
Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. It reminds me of the Steve Irwin joke that Norm Macdonald made. He said, "Yeah, how old was uh, Steve Irwin? He's forty-three. Well, that's a pretty long life. You're jumping on the back of crocodiles." And... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a very good Norm Macdonald impersonation. Oh, well, it'll be better next time we see him live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, hmm. Yeah, that would be funny to have that business, to know that every time your phone rings... You may be facing a life-and-death situation. You yeah. Know, be eaten that day. Yeah. How often yeah. do they get a call where the guy says, do you, uh, do you clean pools? They say, no, we're the alligator removal people. Say, oh, sorry. No, they're calling you because you're the alligator removal people. Yeah. Wow. Are they endangered? Alligators? I don't think so. Can they just shoot him in the pool and let the carcass sink to the bottom? I guess, I guess you could. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know if alligators... I don't think they're endangered. They seem to be always around. <laughs> yeah, we saw them in a little pool of water by the road. They seem to be quite hardy. And, and then there was an awful thing at Disneyland or Disney World, right? That's right. A little, a little kid, a little toddler, was like on the, the deck of the restaurant... And there's alligators <laughs> swimming around right, right there by the deck. And then leaped up and grabbed, grabbed the kid. And didn't eat the kid, but but the kid would drown because it took it, you know, underwater or whatever. And and somebody said, you know, this is probably not a very good idea to have alligators right next to the restaurant. Put a fence of some sort. Yeah, put up a fence there. Yeah, I, I remember that. That's that's. Uh, you got to use common sense with alligators. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they'll take advantage. I remember when we were walking from the hotel to uh, the downtown Disney area, and they had such lush grass because it was so... Yeah, I remember the grass being very thick. And, yeah. I mean, the, the blades were thicker. Yeah, like I was been... afraid to, to touch it because yeah. it was like yeah. razor grass or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who knows what could have been lurking in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm. Florida. Dangerous place. Yeah. <laughs> Very dangerous. Um, well, we're going to move on to cocktail number two. Yes, by number. all means. Let's do it. Now, this one involves a little bit of mint. So I went to my garden before I left the oh. house and got sprigs of mint. Wow. Yeah. They're still, and it's November, and they're still growing. It's very hardy. In fact, it's coming up in my lawn now. <laughs> oh. That's going to replace your grass. You're I'm hoping a, so. Yeah. Uh, did I bring two sprigs? I thought I had two sprigs. In fact, I know I have two sprigs. Where's the other sprig? Uh, oh, it's still here in the... In the <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! So you can have the smaller sprig in Yeah, here. so I'll have the little... My little shot glass. And so with our theme being grapefruit juice, we're moving mm-hmm. on to the... Seventh, seventh Heaven. Heaven. Which has a space element to it. Yeah, so let me, let me read you what uh, Ted has written here. It says, Seventh Heaven. In ancient Middle Eastern mythology... Well, that's pretty broad spectrum, isn't it? <laughs> Middle Eastern mythology? Yes. Like, it, like it's all one culture there? I don't think so. Anyways, in ancient mi- Middle Eastern mythology, each planet then known in our solar system, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, plus the sun and the moon, were collectively known as the seven heavenly objects. Upon death, the soul of believers were said to float up into the sky, encountering each heavenly way station, and turn on the way to the outermost one, Saturn, or seventh heaven. Oh, wow. There you go. Of course, you don't want to go to Saturn. It's, it's a hell, it's hellish, hellish place. Huge lightning storms, thousand mile an hour winds. 
It's no heaven at all. <laughs> no. It sounds like hell. Yeah, it does sound like hell. Yeah. And I guess they're saying that you'd have to stop at Jupiter first. Mm. If you survived Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> which is even worse. Worse. Man. Even further from the sun. So it's even colder. Did you see on Answers by Joe that the red dot is shrinking? That's right. The red, the red storm, the huge red dot that floats around Jupiter, is shrinking. They don't know why. They don't know why. But it's getting smaller. Yeah. Eventually it'll... And it's a storm that's lasted, what, it's 800 years or something. Yeah. 400 years. I guess as long as we've been able to see Jupiter, it's been yeah, there. It's been there. And so we thought it was perennial, but yeah, maybe yeah. it's not. Yeah, yeah. We're going to witness the snuff. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, here, the seventh heaven, and it's, uh, let's uh, give you the ingredients here, uh, Jason. So one and a three quarter ounces of gin. Let me get that right now. All right. I brought a backup small cocktail shaker. Yeah. Start up the old camera. You can hear the camera sound. One and three quarter ounces of gin. Done. Now we need half an ounce of maraschino liqueur, as you like to call it. What a lucky break. I brought some of it along. Oh, you're Luxardo, right? (laughs) Yes, good Luxardo. Your maraschino liqueur. What color is this drink supposed to be? Oh, it's white in the picture, but it will yeah. be white because it's got grapefruit juice in it. Yeah. But, uh... That. And, and then you need a just a quarter ounce of grapefruit juice. Oh, only a quarter ounce? Only a quarter oh, ounce. Oh, I'm glad I bought uh, all these <laughs> yeah. two liters of it. Yeah. Well, you can make yourself some of the... If this drink turns out to be good, then you got something you can make tonight for... Uh... Before dinner, your before dinner drink. Yes, I'll break up the stuff. Oh, I think I got too much in there. Let me have a little. Mm. Ew, gross. <laughs> Ew, really gross. Yeah, that's a, it's a quarter ounce. Yeah. A lot of your better bartenders will do, do that. Do that. They don't want to, you know, get the proportions all <laughs> wonky. All right, and put them add some lovely ice. And you're gonna shake it. Yes, in my tiniest cocktail shaker. I hardly yeah. ever use this cocktail shaker. Yeah. But uh, I thought, I'm going to bring it out today because I don't want to have to rinse that other one out. We don't have Fred to... Do, do our bidding for it? <laughs> yeah. Or to fill the silence with yeah. nonsense. Although he's not being really very good at filling silence. No. As soon as you stand up to do something, he goes, oh! Yeah. He just freezes. Yeah. He does the same thing on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. There you go. go. Let's pour a little shot in here for you to have. Put that lid in there. And this, uh... Oh, actually, this looks pretty good. It is quite white. Yeah, very similar to the the picture. uh, In fact, even a little bit whiter, I think, than what's in Ted's book. Yeah. But I think, with, does he have a mint spring in the picture too? He does have a mint spring. Okay, well, then we're gonna do a mint spring. Uh, I'll put this little one in your little sample one. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it one of these. Oh yeah, you gotta just whack to it there. Open some mint up a little bit. And then I'll do the same thing. I guess I'll just use the rest of it for mine. Mint sprig! Oh, oh dear. That's lovely. Yeah, now this looks nice. This looks like a, like a cocktail that you would serve a Elderly lady on her deathbed. <laughs> yeah. Well, seventh heaven. <laughs> She's on her way to Saturn. Yeah. 
Well, that's a. I mean, I can certainly smell the mint from here. So you really did it. Did it all right. <laughs> the, the whack there. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to this one. So we got gin, we got grapefruit, and we got maraschino. Okay. And then a nose full of mint. Mm. It's, uh, it smells fresh. It smells spring-like. All right. We have a little uh, cheers to you, cheers. Mrs. Robinson. Oh, well, that's a whole other thing. Mm. I think that's kind of neat. I don't know yeah. if I like it. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's sweet. Yeah. It's ginny. Mm. Oh, it's quite ginny. It's, uh, I guess the maraschino must give it a little bit of, a little bit of body, I think, because it seems to be a little thicker when you pour that Luxardo stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just, they've got the faint taste of chocolate in there for mm. some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's the cherry. Maybe the flavor profile is similar, but I don't know. I got to. Right. Some notes of dark chocolate. Sometimes I wonder if doing this cocktail podcast for all these many years mm-hmm. <laughs> hasn't uh, connected a bunch of flavors in our head that aren't really there. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, when it tastes like that, that means there's usually that and usually that. So now I taste that. Are you saying we have phantom tongue syndrome? We have phantom tongue syndrome. It's not there, but it is there. Oh, my God. Your brain thinks it's there. I knew one day we would have phantom tongue syndrome. Mm. And that's why we're not doing this show <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh. So if you want to get a request in, mm-hmm. you got like three months? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Two a month. I guess you got five months. Uh, that might be too long. <laughs> it might be too long. We might be pulling the plug on this thing sooner than that. Fred, Fred knows we're quitting the show, doesn't he? <laughs> Well, he does now if he's listening to the show. I was hoping to break the news to him in in our next production meeting, but... Oh, no, Johnny Spoiler. You're going to have to edit edit some of this podcast, I think, before... uh... Cut out the key bits. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's a... I do like it better than than the uh, Palm Beach. Yes. Uh, But But not a a lot better. (laughs) one either no, no this is not a this is not a keeper i don't think no but like i say i don't know if it's me being jaded but the more cocktails i have oh, you're jason oh sorry i used to be jaded oh okay the more cocktails i have the more they just start to taste like the same and i'm not a fan of them anymore yeah that's why we're not doing the show anymore <laughs> we're, we're so sick of cocktails <laughs> that's so sad yeah it's not no. supposed to happen like that. No, it's just like ah, whatever. I don't know. I don't it reminds me of back in back in the eighties when I was taking sound engineering, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you think, wow, it's great. I get to be in this recording studio with musicians, like I'm mixing music and stuff like. That. I think, wow, that's really neat. But then you realize when you're doing there, you hear the same fucking song eight hundred times, <laughs> right. and it's like, oh god, I just want to go home. <laughs> and it kind of ruined music, you know, for me for a while because it was like. Ah, it's just I don't really want to do this work over there, and so I didn't. <laughs> right. I got out of it. I was just so sick of hearing the same song over and over and over because you know that's what you have to do. You yeah. Got to change things up and. Oh, that's funny. I never even thought about that. Yeah. So, like, would this be during the recording as well, or just when you're fine tuning it as the engineer? 
Oh, uh, well, they're both. Both. So, yeah, no, it's all... Recording. Yeah, okay, let's do the guitar solo again for the 12th time. Yeah. Oh, God. And then the band would come in, and then yeah. they would, let's just bump that. What if we did it with this up a little yeah, bit more, this yeah, bag? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, I hate well, it. You know what this needs? So it needs some congas. <laughs> and it's funny, because I think that happened in one of the songs. And the guy was living in the studio. There was like a, a side room. <laughs> that he lived in. It didn't. I don't think it was licensed as an actual living quarter. <laughs> was this at BCIT or something? No, it was at old uh, Bullfrog Recording Studio oh, down okay. on Alma, <laughs> near Alma and Broadway and Alma there. And it was like down in the basement. And he, he was like, I don't know if that was his office, but he had a bunch of conga drums in there. And he said, Hey, go get. <laughs> That's his name. Knock on his door. Bring your congas down. We got a recording session. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, no, exactly, right? That's what it would be like. People this... lived in closets. Because <laughs> you could. You know, it's very strange. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even because I bought that Beatles White Album mm-hmm. uh, big box set. Right. And it's got the new remix, which mm-hmm. is one thing. And then it's got the, the all of the demos mm-hmm. that they recorded at George's Place in Escher. Right. And then they got... Sessions and I haven't listened all the way through the sessions, sessions, mm-hmm. but that's interesting enough. But I never really put myself in the thought, or even of the Sergeant Pepper things, mm-hmm. right? That there's some guy there in the middle of the night mm-hmm. because that's when the Beatles want to work. Yeah, and you're like, let's do <laughs> take eighty. Yeah. Oh my God, I think you got it. Yeah. I want to try this one lying on my back. Fine, John's lying on his back for for this one. I want a Mellotron on this. <laughs> And you put the Mellotron on, George. <laughs> Does Poor... anybody want some tea? <laughs> Poor George Martin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that he stuck with that and then continued to do it, yeah. right? So he must have had a huge pain tolerance. <laughs> I guess. Although he lost his hearing near the end. So he to get his son Giles to be his ears for him. Maybe, yeah. he, maybe it was self-inflicted deafness. He yeah. said, I can't do this anymore. No. People keep coming to me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's similar to me when I wanted to be an animator, too. Because mm-hmm. you see the final product and you see the first picture you've drawn. You don't yeah. think of the other 20,000 drawings that you have to draw that are slightly different than the, than the, than the first one. You're like, oh, ugh. Yeah. Couldn't you just film this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aren't there computers that do this? Yeah. Do all the drudgery? I just do the fun stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Life is full of drudgery. Oh, yeah. Even when you think that it's not. Did you go to BCIT? I'm just asked because I drove past it yesterday. Did you ever attend to courses at BCIT? I, I did take some courses at BCIT, yeah. Is it a Television. nice facility? Not really. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what it no. looks like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was using old equipment. I mean, this is, of course, back in the 80s. I don't know what they have there now. Mm-hmm. But I think they survived on whatever you know TV station donated whatever they had oh right that's a good point handout to uh, yeah yeah so. when checked or when BCTV got their new stuff yeah they got the old stuff the old junk <laughs> I don't know I mean the television's sort of on its way out so I don't even know if they have that I guess they still have their TV program there that used to be the place to go if you wanted a career in television yeah and I guess it probably still is I guess, but I, I mean, there's so, so much competing media now that's audiovisual, so uh, yeah, I don't know. ECIT, yeah. I went, I uh, took a course with your cousin, John. 
John Damon. Yes. Long time listener. Long time listener. Never heard an episode of the show. No. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I took some courses there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were driving past it, and uh, Jennifer looked over at it, and she says, What is that? That's BCIT. She says, Oh, they got to get a new logo. I said, That is their new logo, mm. which is really boring. Yeah. It's a blue square with BCIT just in it, yeah. all in the same font. Mm. But the old one used to have. It was either sort of italicized. Yeah, it was. I think they called it oblique. Yeah, so there you go. And something was dotted on it. Like one of the letters was dissolving, yeah. or there was an element to yeah. it, I thought, that was recognizable as right. a brand thing. This was just said. You know how Mountain Equipment Co op is right. NEC? Yeah. And it's nothing fancy? Yeah. Imagine that on blue at huh. the BCIT. Huh. But of course, it's like any other campus, all the buildings are different ages. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Uh... Cobbled together, <laughs> and then she had glanced over. She was looking at like one of the old buildings. She said, "What is that? Is that one of the many faculty buildings of BCIT?" Mm. And then we came around it from the other way, and there was an old house in the middle of it, like an old wooden house. Oh, and I thought, oh, that was probably like when I went to UBC. They still had what they called the shacks, ah. which were all the original little cabins mm. that used to be classrooms. Wow, okay. When UBC was. Uh, Back in the 1920s or whatever. Yes. There's also a Hudson's Bay fort and <laughs> yeah. university. Trading post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's mm. what it looked like. Wow. They called them the shacks. The shacks. I think they're all gone now. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Debbie Downer. <laughs> sorry, every, sorry, everybody. You <laughs> okay, can't all be reminiscences of White Rock. Yeah. You can't force a reminiscence of White Rock. Mm. Yeah, so those uh, so our cocktails, uh, like the last podcast, somewhat disappointing. Although I like them better than last podcast cocktails. They're a thousand times better than the last one, yeah. and this one here is ten times better than the than the Park Avenue or no, the Park the, the, the uh, Park. What is it? <laughs> Palm Beach. Oh, I knew had Palm a B Beach. and A. Palm Beach Special. Yeah. 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 Uh, Seventh uh, Heaven. This makes me. It's funny that they would. You'd think when when was this one invented? Do they think? Thirties uh, or forties? It doesn't really say. But I should, we should know that uh, if you were to substitute, take out the grapefruit juice and put the lemon juice, it would be the aviation cocktail, which oh. we did right. way back on ep- as episode six. We did the aviation cocktail. Wow, we weren't even old enough to drink. Back no, then. no, it was illegal <laughs> back then. But, really, uh, same proportions. Uh, I believe there are the same proportions, although uh, when I was reading our, our blog post, we added a dash of creme Yvette to mm. the aviation. Probably because it's, it's in this book, isn't it? No, in the aviation in yeah, this book. somewhere. Somewhere here. I don't know where. It's oh, alphabetical. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That would, that would make sense. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll get to the front here. Yeah, it seems because uh, that would have been interesting to do the aviation and this. The more I have it, the more I do kind of like it. I think I get what I've realized. Okay, sorry, go on. Okay, so the aviation, yeah, it looks pretty similar. Two and a half ounces of gin. Oh, more gin. Uh, I can't uh, my glasses here. Uh, For seeing up close. Three quarters of an ounce of fresh lemon juice and two or three dashes of the maraschino liqueur. Mm, okay. So, yeah. Pretty similar. Yeah. The aviation. And then does he say mention the creme vet or did we just use it because we were lucky uh, enough to have a bottle of it? I don't see him mentioning the 
the creme yvette. And of course, if you add rum, this drink becomes the La Flora Dita Daiquiri, which is, uh, I don't think we've, I don't think we've made that one. Well, maybe next time. Oh no, we're going to do the Fender Bender. <laughs> or did we do it? It's, oh. a, it's a big slushy, icy drink. Oh, I don't know if we would have slushed it. Although no. we might have, because we got our blender thing that we sometimes bring along for you, the loyal listeners, mm-hmm. to hear people operating heavy machinery on a, on a microphone. So it, it's, it's two ounces of rum, juice of half a lime, one teaspoon sugar or sugar syrup, and one teaspoon of maraschino liqueur. Yeah, you blend, blend with crushed ice, serve in a saucer, cocktail, or champagne glass. Hmm. There you go. And that, that, this is a fine book, and this, and yet it has also a great example of how all of these drinks are the same. fundamentally the same. same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, a, a spirit, some sort of citrus, <laughs> and uh, maybe some bitters. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. A third ingredient that yeah. could be bitters and or a liqueur of some yeah. sort. Yeah. That's it, folks. That's yeah. why we're calling it quits. <laughs> <laughs> And all it does in the end is it might make you a little bit more verbose yeah. and or sleepy mm-hmm. and or angry yeah. and probably dizzy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alcohol. It's unpredictable. <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. But that's all you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Hmm. That's why our new podcast will be all about pills. Yeah. <laughs> Big Pharma. They've got lots of money, so they're going to sponsor our show. Brought to you by GlaxoKine. Or Klein, or whatever it is. I don't know. Hey, speaking of Glaxo, hmm? I got an email the other day. From Glaxo? No. Oh. From my Uncle Jack. Oh, your Uncle Jack. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, yeah. I haven't looked at it yet, because mm-hmm. I saw it at work. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I've been on wrong devices that sometimes crash mm-hmm. when I open pictures. Right. But he's in Oslo. Really? Yeah. Oslo, Norway. Yeah. What's he doing there? Well, I think my Uncle Bill Mm -hmm. is doing something there. Ah. He's going to be teaching there law for a a year or six months or a period of time. Your Uncle Bill? Yeah. He's a lawyer? Oh, yeah. Did I know that? I don't know. Apparently not. (laughs) Maybe I knew and I forgot. Remember when he sued you? (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, I should have stuck up my (laughs) nose. When you slandered me? Uncle Bill's teaching in Oslo. Well, hmm. I think that's what's... Or at least in Norway. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know Uncle Jack was going over. I mean, yeah. why not? If you if you had a connection and you could stay with. In fact, I wish he asked me to go. Sure. Because I would have gone to Yeah. Because uh, Norway is hellishly expensive. So yeah. So you could stay somewhere for free. Yeah. I, we get along good. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. a nice guy. He's yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. We're easygoing. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no phone call. No. I guess in his defense, I did say that I was hoping that there was some way that I could get a, a Japan trip organized. I didn't know how I was going to get mm-hmm. the little woman to go, mm-hmm. but I would love to go to Japan. Really? And uh, What is the lure of Japan for you? I, embarrassingly, on the surface, I want to see those uh, Disney parks <laughs> ah, in Tokyo. Right. But so much other... It's just so odd <laughs> to my way of. Did you hear that, Japan? <laughs> no, they know what they know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I shouldn't say odd, but it is. I mean, odd in that it looks so vastly different from here, mm-hmm. yet so similar. Mm. But 
Have you looked at many pictures of Japan that aren't Mount Fuji scenery pictures, but just like yeah, buildings? Some, some. Yeah. They're always sort of these, they're either streets crammed with pedestrians mm -hmm. or they're totally empty streets. Mm. And the architecture is this sort of, sort of weird wooden structure, but of course it's not Victorian wood. No, it's not it's, wood like we're used to houses being no, made. No, it's your bamboo and... Either that, but even newer than that. So mm. b b somewhere between the rice paper walls and uh, the modern walls, uh, and 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 this uh, in the cities, uh, the uh, this this alleyway, restaurant culture, these the the shrines, the uh, the traditions, the cleanliness. I don't know. There's just a whole bunch of stuff about Japan that interests me, hmm. and I think. It's just so completely different. Like you go to Europe, and of course Europe is beautiful and mm -hmm. it's different. But I almost feel like I'm European, mm -hmm. whereas I do not feel like I'm Japanese no. in any way, shape, or form. No, like it would almost be a nightmare, mm. perhaps. Yeah. Well, just just navigating your way around because it's a completely different language, completely different. Yeah. <laughs> not, there's no frame of reference. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the exactly. Writing. Yeah. There's nothing you can rely on. Yeah. Whereas you go to France, well, you maybe cobble together some of the words of what they mean equivalent in English. No, none of that. No. Yeah. 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 And of course, uh, my uncle Bill has traveled there extensively, and my uncle Jack has only gone once, mm. but he was there for a period of time, and he said that it was a lot of just interesting stuff and just pretty locations, and mm. I don't know, I just think Japan would be cool. Plus the Disney parks. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Disney Sea, I would like to see. Yeah. How many Disney parks are there? Just the two. Just the two. Yeah. One in Tokyo. They're both next to each other. Oh, okay. So there's Tokyo Disneyland, mm -hmm. which is the, the castle's like the Florida one. Right. It's not like the Disneyland one. It's mm -hmm. the bigger version. And it's laid out a little bit differently. Hmm. And then Tokyo Disney Sea is sort of what they were going to build in Long Beach in mm -hmm. California before California something decided, oh, we don't, we don't like the Disney company whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> and they kiboshed it. Mm. I don't know if it was going to be quite as cool as what they... Because Disney, I don't think, owns those parks in Japan. Oh, just it's, license the... Yeah. Hmm. To the, I don't know, the Narita Land Company or mm -hmm. some organization. And they uh, pump a lot of money in there, and uh, they don't cut corners, which unfortunately the American Disney parks do. Yeah. They come up with a big plan, and then they say, well, did they have to have all of those trees? No, I guess not. Well, they have to have all of those? That doesn't have to be there. No. No. And if we're going to do that, that's gonna, we don't need that. They don't do that in Japan. No. Oh. They go all in. No. Oh, good for them. All right. I'm in. So all right. Our next podcast all about <laughs> Japan. Maybe it's just you and I going to Japan. Maybe. <laughs> yes. But yeah, uh, Uncle J Uncle Jack is in Oslo, and so mm. I wanted to see a picture of. Uh, he sent four pictures of this. I think it was a group email. I don't think mm. it was just to me. Mm -hmm. If it was Uncle Jack, I'm sorry, I haven't read it yet. I assumed it was a group family email mm. that I was just cc'd in on. Yeah. No, I uh... cc rider. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd love to go to Norway. Let's oh. go. They got these beautiful, they're called stave churches, where they're these big, huge churches, mm -hmm. but they're made out of wood. They were built in the medieval times, and as you can imagine, because they're wood, most of them have burnt down over the, since the Middle Ages, <laughs> so there's only like 12 of them left, but they're huge, ornate, speaking of great architecture like Japan, these are great architecture, really complex, 
wood, beautiful detailed wood churches. So that's what you got to check out when you go to When I go to Norway? No, go to Norway. Okay. There you go. And, yeah. But don't smoke because it's the fire hazard. <laughs> you don't want to burn them down. Wouldn't that be embarrassing? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's 11 stave churches <laughs> now, thanks to Jesus. And so, uh, Middle Ages? Is that what you said? Yeah, I think they started building in the Middle Ages. What, is, what, what years are the Middle Ages? I don't know. Uh, what the year 1000 to 1400s? Okay. 1300s? So, just before the Renaissance, kind of? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Wow, neat. Yeah. So it would have been after the Viking era, so probably. And they're Christian churches of some sort? They converted yeah. to Christianity there? Mm-hmm. Or are they still uh, pagans? <laughs> no, I, I think that's probably what killed the Viking culture, was that they're all converted to, to Christians. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume they're, I don't know, Lutheran. Or, well, I guess back then they would have been Catholic, because the Reformation hadn't happened yet. So they would have been Catholic churches, I guess, back oh, then. And then they converted and became... Lutheran. Wow. I would assume. Latvian Orthodox. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> All right, well. Let's, uh, well anything else to add? Uh, These are just two um, mediocre cocktails, but better than the last ones we did. That's right. But if you want to get together with friends and try a couple of cocktails and mm-hmm. then talk about the churches of Oslo. <laughs> yeah. And question uh, Norway's uh, neutrality during the Second World War. <laughs> this is the perfect cocktail. I don't to... think they were neutral. They were invaded. Were they? Yeah, the Nazis invaded oh. Norway and controlled it. Sweden was neutral. Oh, okay. And Switzerland, of course. <laughs> the epitome of neutral. <laughs> the epitome of neutral. No, I thought Norway was neutral for some no, reason. They no, they were conquered. They were conquered they by the to... Germans. I don't know why Sweden got away with it. They didn't have... Uh, I never understood that, uh, or why Switzerland did. Yeah. Why you can say, I'm not in this. And people say, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't invade us. Yeah. We're neutral. Like yeah. if Poland had originally said, said oh, by the way, we're neutral, we're neutral. no point in you coming in here. Yeah. Would there yeah. even have been a Second World War? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Hmm. yeah my, my special segment called What If. What If. Where Dave and I explore alternate... Uh, <laughs> histories. <laughs> Yes, our new podcast. <coughs> mm. Oh, are you all right? I am so good. Wow. <laughs> Thank That's you good. so much for asking. Yes. So there you go. That's, uh, I guess, episode 90. Yep, another one on the can. Download them all. Yeah. Um, Fred will be back for the next one, we're sure. We don't know what we're making yet. We who, think it's the fender bender. Oh, that's right. The fender bender and the Gibson. But don't hold your breath on that, folks. We yes. have to see. Because there's an ingredient we need for the fender bender, right. which we don't have in our hot little hands yet. Called What's it called? Sinar? It's the, well, it's spelled Sinar. Sinar, but it's spelled Sinar? It could be that, or it could be it could be a, a Chinar. Yeah. It's, or, it or, sounds, or, or Kynar. It could be Kynar. It sounds, like a, sounds like an alien species. The, the Kynar. We're invaded by the Kynars. <laughs> the Rotarians. Yeah. Uh, in Italy, CH is not CH, it's K. Mm. Two C's is ACI. ACI, ACI. You got me. I'm, I knew how to pronounce it at one point. But it's, it's, it's got an artichoke on the, on the uh, label of the bottle. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's green and artichoke flavored. Mm. So it's not an artichoke liqueur or anything. No, but it is an artichoke liqueur. Oh. But, but it's what not. that means 
Yeah. I mean, probably the same way that this Luxardo, a perfectly clear mm-hmm. thing, is made out of cherries. cherries. Right. This is somehow it's mm-hmm. artichoke's okay. been used in the distilling process, okay. but My it's God. alcohol. It's been flavored. <laughs> so if you're so looking, we're looking forward to more dreadful tasting cocktails. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned for the Fender Bender. And the Gibson, because we're, we're doing uh, it's a, the all-guitar episode. It's all-guitar, and you're yeah. going to perform a guitar solo. <laughs> not performing a guitar solo. You should, though. No, I don't. I don't have... Well, I do have a Fender bass. Exactly. Acoustic bass. People love bass solos. Oh, sure they do. I'm a regular John Edwards. <laughs> I'll tell you. But uh, if I do play bass on the show, yeah. so, I expect to be rewarded. Oh, of course. Because, like a server in a in a bar, you you know you you want to reward them for their fine service. Mm. And how do you do that, Jason? Well, you uh, reach deep into your pockets, you look them right in the eye, you throw it down there. You're just <laughs> why is it so? Yeah, I should have just said you tip big. big. Thank you. <sighs> Tenses.